0: Entrepreneur Show, where you take enlightened entrepreneurs, coaches, and influencers together to discuss cutting-edge topics in the world of relationships, culture, business, and spirituality. And here's your host, Miss Carol Boston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. As always, I am so excited to be here. And for those of you that follow me, you know I'm also what? I'm your weather girl. And it is a gorgeous, very breezy, uh, warm fall day here in sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm so happy for the breeze. It helps the humidity not feel so bad. And uh, we've actually been setting some heat records, even in October. So we had two mornings, I think, that it got down to like 69. There were people wearing sweaters. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) This is awesome. I can walk outside without sweating. So I'm looking forward to some cooler weather. Uh, supposedly the Almanac predicts that we're gonna have a much colder winter this year. I'm not holding my breath, but I'll be excited to see it. I was sad also watching this morning, the, uh, that big massive hurricane hitting Mexico and Cabo San Lucas and those areas. I know what it's like to go through massive Cat 5 hurricanes and survive. Um, it can be a challenge, a big, big challenge and a big test of your will. So, thinking of will, we're going to jump right in today. I have been in attendance. Today was day 21 of 30 of a self-discipline challenge, 30 days in a row with the Napoleon Hill Institute. Now, I don't know if you know who Napoleon is. Napoleon Hill is, uh, and I didn't grab his book just now, but he wrote the book Think and Grow Rich. It has sold, you know, tens, multiple tens, if not hundreds of millions of copies. And he spent many, many, many years, 20 actually, interviewing the wealthiest people, following them around, learning them. People like Dale Carnegie, people like um, Henry Ford, um, the Eisenhowers. Who am I thinking of? The big train guy. Anyway, to find out what really separated them in their success and in their wealth from other people. And what are we visualizing? What are we thinking up here? right? We get to be disciplined not only in our actions, but in our thoughts, right? Because our thoughts lead to our actions. And we get to be disciplined in our beliefs. What are we choosing to believe that's leading to our thoughts, that's leading to our actions? And so that word has been coming up a lot lately, just in and around me with other people about discipline and what does it really mean. And one of the things Napoleon Hill talks about is that Our thoughts is the one thing, the one thing that God gave us complete dominion over. Think about it. And that our discipline in our thoughts and actions come from what? Our will. And how powerful our will is. So what one area that perhaps right now you don't think you're disciplined in or you don't feel disciplined in that you would love to be more disciplined? And what would the result be, right? Sometimes, you know, guys, I'm transparent with you guys, right? I look at if I were as disciplined every single day consistently in some of my business activities as I was in what I put in my mouth, oh my God, my business could, I don't know, five times, 10 times bigger I know everything that goes into my mouth, liquid or solid. I know how many grams of fat, carbohydrates, and proteins I eat every day, every day. And here's what I thought of this morning that's going to help change everything for me. I know that because I set the intention every day. One of the things that help helps keep me lean and fit and in shape, besides the fact that, you know, I do go to the gym and I do my walking and different things, is that I manipulate my carbohydrates, helps me burn body fat. People think I must run miles and miles. I don't like to run, (laughs) right? But it helps a lot. And I set my intention every day. I have a piece of paper, and I'll know if it's gonna be a low day, a high day, or a medium-sized carb day. And I thought, oh my God. This was just this morning in the discipline group. I get to do that for my activities in my business. Think about it, folks. How we do anything is how we do everything. That discipline group is at 5.30 a.m. Eastern every morning. Every morning. How many of you would be getting up and doing that? We started out with about 150 people. Now we're in the 70s. I think day before yesterday we had 80. That's how many people have dropped off. The fact that we have stayed puts us in the top 5%. The top 5%. So one of the things I... reminded of also today that i wanted to share with you how many of you have ever heard of jim rohn r-o-h-n if you've never heard of jim rohn okay i'm dating myself i may be older than a lot of the people in my audience phenomenal phenomenal guy in personal development many many years ago had a very distinct delivery um, and I actually had somebody come up to me after a keynote talk that I gave a couple of years ago and tell me I sounded like Jim Rohn that I'm like, that was like a huge, huge compliment to me, but I wrote something down, something down that came to mind that day. And Jim Rohn used to say, don't pray for things to be easier. Pray for you to be better. Pray for you to get better. <clears throat> what are you doing? on a daily basis for personal development. <laughs> second, second coaching certification I got, I'll never forget, I was on a call with about hundred people. This was obviously before Zoom, and we used teleconference, right? Everybody was on a phone and we could hear each other. And the coach says to me, Carol, you're a sales coach. And I said, I don't wanna be a sales coach. And he said, but it's the hottest niche with the fewest good coaches and you are really good. And I said, I don't want to be a sales coach. So he sighed. (laughs) He really did. There's about 100 people on this call. And he says, "Okay, Carol, what do you want to do? And I said, my ideal client knows and accepts they are 100% responsible for their experience of life. Folks, this man groaned so loudly. He went, oh my God. Personal development, Carol, that sounds like work. Nobody's paying for work. Sell them what they want and give them what they need. Now, I'm a rule follower. And that sounded like bait and switch to me. Took me two years, two years to understand that my clients, what they wanted was what? To grow their business and make more money. What they needed was better personal leadership more effective and empowering communication accountability and what that word discipline someone to help them get them on the right path doing the right things to get them what they wanted and many of my clients have doubled and tripled the income in their business and many of them they got to be willing to do things that were outside of their comfort zone in order to do that. So write this down. What one thing that I'm avoiding that if I were to do it consistently would change everything today? That's a very empowering question. I listened to a quick um, TikTok this morning and the guy said, When someone told him this, he was like, oh, F, F, F word. The magic you are seeking is in the actions that you're avoiding. I immediately thought, okay, what am I avoiding? And what do I get to do to stop avoiding it? Because if that's where the magic is, right? They say that everything you want is on the other side of fear. Sometimes, oftentimes, our procrastination in avoiding things and not doing them is based in fear. But we get to look at what's underneath the fear. Fear is a cover-up. Just like anger is a cover-up. And I know we come to this show to talk about lots of things, including business. But this really plays into our business. Anger is a cover up. Anger is not a primary emotion. It's secondary. It's a cover up for what? Fear, shame, guilt. I think there's seven different things that anger is a cover up for that we don't want to feel. And we don't want to own and recognize. So we stay angry because it's more comfortable than being vulnerable, being vulnerable. I was sharing a story the other day with the Women's Executive Club that had happened to me in the past. And I said, you know, that particular year was the hardest and the worst year I'd ever had in my business. I was really struggling. And I happened to be on the phone with another member of the Women's Executive Club. We were chatting. And she stopped me and she said to me, Carol, I'm going to ask you a question and I want an honest answer. I said, okay, honest is one of my middle names. (laughs) She said, do you think I have a successful business? I said, I don't just think it. I know you do. Yeah, you have a successful business. And there was this pause on the other end of the phone. And then she said to me, so how come? How come you haven't come to me as a mentor for wisdom, for advice, for direction? Now there was pause on my end of the phone. And I said, it's embarrassing. And to be honest, it never crossed my mind. How many of you are on an island not willing to reach out for help and it never crosses your mind? For whatever the reason, there's a myriad of reasons underneath that. And here's what she said to me. And here's why for five years now, I have been on the board of the Women's Executive Club. It is a very unique organization. It is not competitive. It is collaborative. It is community. It is supportive. Here's what she said to me. She said, it's not embarrassing. That's what we are here in the WEC. We are sisters here to support and help each other. Let you and I have a talk. And she began to give me her wisdom and she actually shared a story with me. And it was like, oh my God, this woman has been exactly where I am, but she did it several years earlier. Are you willing? Are you willing to invest in a coach? Are you willing to invest in a good mentor? Because you're not investing in them, you're investing in you. And what is it costing you to not do it? I thought, what does it cost me this whole year? When she said that to me, I thought, what does it cost me this whole year to not reach out and go to her? And just say, I want your help. Would you be open to helping me? Here's another thing Jim Rohn says. Discipline is the bridge between goal and accomplishment. We all have goals, don't we? But we don't own any of those goals because they're way out there. They're outside of us. What we own is something that I mentioned earlier today that was like a. We own our intention every day. That same intention that I'm setting for keeping my body healthy and lean and fit. I get to take that same intention and set it in my business. And I'm personally I'm single right now, but if I was in a relationship, I get to set that same intention in my relationship. Where are you investing your time? Not just your money. Where are you investing your time? Where are you investing your resources? And what are you willing to do? So I wrote down, I typed it seven questions you must ask yourself. And those of you who know, normally we have a guest at this point in the the month, and usually the first of the month, which would be uh, next Wednesday. Um, I'm here on my own, getting to teach and pour into all of you guys. And next Wednesday, as I was sharing with my amazing technical person, uh, next Wednesday might be a challenge. I'm going to be giving a keynote talk in the early afternoon to a large corporation here. And the talk was originally scheduled for tomorrow and they moved it to next Wednesday, right? Well, 1230, so 1230 to two and then traffic, I'm going to try to be here. So I get this opportunity today and we're going to start, we're not going to get through all seven of these questions, but we're going to be spending some time. And I'm hoping that you will put some comments, tell me hashtag replay, Um, Aruba, if there's a way to give me a link to this show today so that I can promote it. If you could send me the link, I would love to do that. And that way I can also comment uh, on the show. Because we're going to spend time over the next, if it takes, I don't know, it might take three or four months to get through all seven of these questions. If it's you and I once a a month and we have guests, but we're going to start about seven questions you get to ask yourself. And I hope that you're listening to my language. Those of you who follow me know I'm all about empowering effective language. I didn't say seven questions you need to ask yourself or seven questions you must to or have to ask yourself. Those words all come from lack. We get to come from abundance. So we want to come come from a place of choice, which is what? A powerful place. There's power in choice. And power, there's clarity is power. There's power in clarity. What are you choosing? I'm asking myself that early this morning. What am I choosing? When I'm on those days that I don't set my intention in my business, and how is that serving me? And what is it costing me? Self-evaluation is powerful on a regular basis. We're all living, growing human beings. And some people aren't growing. They think they're staying stagnant, but they're not. There's no such thing as stagnant. Because if you're not growing, you're doing what? The opposite. You're dying. I'm here to help you grow. I'm the biggest cheerleader for my clients. I love seeing them have success, success after success and celebrating it. But it takes work. Success isn't handed to anybody. How many, how many wealthy people inherited money and lead miserable lives? A lot of them commit suicide. about it they do because they're unhappy here's our first question could you run this on a banner underneath for me Aruba here's our first question question number one this is one of seven what am I willing to sacrifice ask yourself that what am I willing To sacrifice, it could mean time. It could mean money. It could mean friends. It could mean a lot of different things. What are you willing to sacrifice? Back in 2019, the year before COVID hit, I ended a 32 year friendship. 32 years. First friend I ever made here in South Florida. It had become completely toxic. It was impeding me, hindering me from moving forward and growing my business. I got to choose. And I chose. Who knows that wasn't an easy choice. We had a lot of water under the bridge 32 years. I had neighbors for 26 years that I got to choose to end the relationship with. Highly, highly negative, unsupportive. Things had changed for whatever reason, right? You've heard the saying, some people come into our life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And if we're trying to make season or reason lifetime people, We're only going to hurt ourselves. Sometimes we end up hurting them. So what are you willing to sacrifice? That's homework for this week. Write it down. Those of you who follow me know you've heard me say, if you're holding on so tightly to yesterday's blessings, you will miss today's miracles. What are you willing to let go of? Another way I say it is when you're holding on so tightly to what you think is yours, Your hands are not open to receive all that God and the universe have to give you. And sometimes we miss it, right? We totally miss today's miracle, holding on to yesterday's blessing. What are you willing to sacrifice? It's a great question. That's my question for the next few days in my... my, uh, 5.30 time in my discipline. What am I holding on to that if I were to let it go would change everything? What one thing that I'm doing that if I were to stop doing it and then put in your result, that's a very empowering question. One of those things for me and one of the reasons I joined this discipline group is I had gotten into the habit. I still got up early in the morning. But I had gotten into the habit of having my cup of coffee over on the couch in front of the TV, watching the news, watching the Weather Channel. I'm your weather girl. And I would tell myself I'm going to do it for 30 minutes. I would also have my phone there playing that Wordle game. I love things that make me think. I love crossword puzzles and those jumbles that you see in the newspaper. And what was happening is I was eroding my own self-trust because I would say, I would look at the clock and go, okay, I'm only going to do it for 30 minutes. And 30 minutes would go by. Come on, put it in the chat with me. Yana, say, Carol, you are not alone. I've done that too. You're not alone, right? I know I'm not alone. It's not easy to be accountable to ourselves. That's why everybody gets to have a good coach. Look at professional athletes, look at professional singers. They have voice coaches. Look at actors and actresses, they have coaches. Yeah, they make a ton of money, but they continue to invest in themselves to get better in their craft. Now I get up and I have my coffee, open up my computer, get out my notes from yesterday and get prepared mentally and emotionally For today's gratitude work, not just gratitude, I'm sorry, that self-discipline gratitude is a part of that. Here's another thing that happened yesterday, day before yesterday. The lady, Cleona, who leads the group, she said, for today's gratitude section, instead of writing down 10 things that you're grateful for, I want you to write down 10 things you have forgotten to be grateful for. Think about it. Ten things you have forgotten to be grateful for. I thought, oh. Got out my pen, got out my paper, and the first thing that came to mind was, I have forgotten to be grateful to my mother for giving me birth. My mother and I did not have a great relationship. She was dead and buried. Nobody told me because she hadn't spoken to me in, I think it was from August of 1992. And she was dead and buried in November of 2001. What is that, nine years? Nine years. Nine years. I've forgotten to be grateful. What have you forgotten to be grateful for? I'm going to encourage you to start looking at the micro wins, micro wins. I was given a $20 gift card to Fresh Market, which is a very cool, unique boutique market here in South Florida for customer appreciation, customer appreciation. That's a win. I celebrated that. You might go, that's not that big a deal, Carol, 20 bucks. Don't you want to make millions of course i do because if i'm making millions i'm helping a lot more people and those people now go out and help other people that's the ripple effect so we only got to question one today looking at my time here got about five minutes what are you willing to sacrifice How committed are you to have what you say you really want? One of the things we're also doing in this discipline camp is we listen at the end to a two to three minute talk by Earl Nightingale. Look him up. He was a pioneer in personal development and growth. Many, many years ago, he has been passed away for many years, Earl Nightingale. And the number one book in the world that he recommended was Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. But he interviewed a man. And he said, when did you know that you were successful? And that man said, I knew I was successful all those nights that I was sleeping on a park bench. Because I knew what I wanted to do and I knew that I was going to do it. Powerful. Our mind is powerful. He knew he was successful sleeping on a park bench at night. Do you know? Are you willing? Are you clear? If you're not clear and you know that you get to have accountability and someone who is outside your jar reading your label and can help you write a new label so you can throw an anchor into your future and let go of this story and this shit that's holding you in the past, private message me. Reach out. Let's have a call. I saw a past client the other day in the grocery store. Still so grateful. She was someone that really, really had to get out of her comfort zone. And she said to me, it isn't just that you helped me triple the income in my business, which you did, but you made me a much more effective communicator. My children think so, my husband thinks so, and my peers think so. Are you ready? I work with people who are ready to take action. I recently had one young man come back to me and he said, oh, but Carol, 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 I'm so sorry. I said, no, dude, you are not my client. You are not my client. You don't keep your word and you disrespect the value of my time. I probably wouldn't have said that five years ago because I didn't really know the value of my own time and the impact that I could make in others' lives. I know now. I've seen it. I have proof. So I get to protect that. What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to do? Check over here and see if i got anybody in the comments today. Not today. We're going to get more people here live because I love having a dialogue and not a monologue. Private message me. Let's have a conversation. If you're tired of being where you are and getting the results that you're getting and you're ready to get into quick action and have the support and the guidance of someone who's been there, done that, I'm your girl. Thank you so much for coming today. This has been the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. And I got to tell you, I'm getting more and more intuitive and it's really cool. If there's a topic you want us to touch on, if there's a guest that you want us to have reach out to, reach out, let us know. We're here to serve you and help you grow and achieve everything that you want to achieve in your dreams. Thank you so, so much. Come back next week. Until then, blessings to each and every one of you. Make it a great week. You're listening to Into the Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by Life Coaches Today magazine. Empowering your health, your business, your community, your life. Check out the latest issue today at lifecoachesday.com. Everyone here at the True Awesome Network asks you to please subscribe, like, comment, and spread awesome.